0: told me i couldn't do a lot of things i feel like i'm the chosen one
1: look at this we created this this didn't exist before we were here all we are is proud and passionate i love toronto i love this team and we're going to the The end nothing matters but winning welcome back to episode 45 of rap weekly i'm your co-host gabriel here with adam and today we are coming back to you with another video this time continuing on with some free agency talk mostly free agency just opened uh, two hours ago from when we are recording this. But there already has been some signings, and there's also been uh, a lot of trade talk, even though the deals won't be finalized till I believe the 22nd. They are still doing a lot of agreements, and moves have happened. Plus, there is a lot of rumors, so we're here to just give you some info. To start us off, we have Dennis Schroeder, who got traded to the Lakers for Danny Green. Um, But quickly, Danny Green was then traded from OKC to Philly, with Terrence Ferguson in exchange for Al Horford. So to break this one down, uh, I'm going to start with Dennis and Dennis Danny trade. I think that the Lakers made a very smart decision here. I think Dennis Schroeder is a, a great piece for them. Great creator adds the bench depth. He was up for, I think, believe he was a candidate for six man of the year this year. Um, definitely has a good contributor in the points department and creating on his own. Uh, definitely a smart decision. I think to get Danny green out of there. Uh, I don't know if LeBron had any part of the play in this. Cause you know, he always, he probably pulls the strings like behind the, behind the scenes. We, I think we can all yeah. know that he's got some type of power there. So I wonder if so after game five or something, when Danny missed the shot, maybe Rob Blank or someone just like made a little note, Danny green trade next season, <laughs> <laughs> something, I don't know. Cause I was, I was, it's not, we're not surprised that this trade is happening to say the least. Um, But I think it's good that they got him out because he hasn't been the best for them this season, shooting-wise, hasn't been spectacular, especially in the offseason. His numbers were not nearly as good as they could be. And I think Schroeder probably provides more for them in general. At OKC, um, relatively young cast, and based off of what they're doing, that project that they're creating, they're clearly working towards a new startup, a rebuild, a very young cast. So it didn't really make that much sense to have someone like Danny Green, especially because there's nothing it's not like you're building around a big man and you need shooters. Like they just have a young core of a bunch of different guys. Like it's not really, I would say the best fit for him. So it makes sense that after that, he quickly got traded to Philly, um, with Terrence Ferguson. I say a solid young piece. Um, and I think the good part about this is that at Philly, you now have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, both two players that we talked about are clogging up the pain a little bit too much. Joel likes his post game. Ben Simmons can't shoot a jumper. Um, so being forced to the inside, they needed shooters to work around them, especially if they want to keep those two guys like they said they would. We talked a little bit about it a couple episodes ago that um, Harden and Russ and then Ben and Joel, they wanted to work around both guys like that, and they wanted to keep those pieces. But obviously that's not true, but we'll talk about that later. Um, we, we realized that if you need someone to shoot on that team, you need more guys that are shooters. So it was good that they made one step into getting Danny Green, but then again, is he going to play his role as the shooter Let's let's put some asterisks on that. Yeah, we'll we'll throw some asterisks on that. Will he be a shooter that they need? Um, Terrence Ferguson, I guess, is another young piece for them. And they gave up Al Horford. Uh, This part's a little bit more interesting because uh, there was a little bit of bad blood there, from what I know. I don't think Al was the best fit for them, having already Joel in the paint, Ben in the paint, and another big man. Um, Obviously, he could shoot a little bit, but it's just, I think, too many big, big guys, like tall players. That kind of just clogged the pain in general. I feel like it wasn't the best option for him, so it, it made sense that he wanted to go. And he had a little; his siblings had a little bit of Twitter beef with the fans because um, they did talk about how they never publicly said anything bad about the Celtics. They enjoyed their time there, and instead of joining uh, the Philly fans' mob mentality and like uh, they're ruthless, we know that Philly fans are ruthless. So instead of joining them and talking bad about Boston, they never really wanted to do that. So when they were said that they were happy to leave Philly, uh, Twitter exploded. Fans started going off on them, swear words being tossed left, right, and center. People basically told them to just get out. So um, I guess it's good now. He's changing up his environment, and I don't know if OKC is necessarily going to keep him because he's a little bit older, but definitely I think uh, he'd be more of a use to them maybe than Danny Green. Danny Green, uh, I feel like besides maybe a, a championship contending team or someone that just needs some type of shooting depth and they're close. They just need like a final veteran piece maybe, but then again, it's hard to tell what he provides.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. i just going to run, run over what Gabe said here, Dennis shoulder to the Lakers. Um, I think this is a great trade for them. Uh, like he said, the sixth, uh, sixth man of the year uh, candidate um, provides great scoring and uh, facil- facilitating um, in uh, on the bench for the Lakers. And uh, maybe with Rondo not returning, I think this could be a, a yeah. great option for the Lakers. Um, Danny to OKC, but then uh, quickly traded to Philly. Um, his his, must, his head must be spinning. He must be going crazy <laughs> with all the phone calls yeah. and all the papers he's had to sign uh, uh, for, for his player here, uh, kind of moving around from city to city. But uh, I think uh, Philly fans are, are going to have, have a laugh with Danny Green. <laughs> Just uh, don't expect too much. I don't want to hate on the guy too much, but just don't expect a lot from him, uh, especially in isolation or asking him to do too much. Because uh, he's, I guess, just a spot up three point shooter, maybe twenty five to thirty percent a year. And uh, and his defense is for me is below average with his uh, slow lateral quick quicks. And uh, but I think uh, Philly, I don't know, maybe it might fit them. Who knows? Uh, time will tell. Uh, with Terrence Ferguson. Um, another athletic uh, young player uh, from OKC going to Philly. I think that will help them. And uh, in exchange for Al Horford, who is going to OKC, um, so which is an interesting move because uh, they did uh, trade Danny Green away to the to the, the to Philly, right? So I don't know if if they wanted to pick up another veteran. I don't know what that was. Maybe Al and uh, Stephen Adams could do something uh, in OKC, but. Uh, I don't know if they wanted a veteran. Maybe it might be another trade to follow. But uh, I don't know how, it's, how, it, uh, how it makes sense to have Al go to OKC. But we'll, we'll find that out. Uh, moving on, Philadelphia 76ers uh, have gotten Seth Curry. Um, in exchange, the Dallas Mavericks have, tra- uh, have gotten uh, Josh Richardson and the 36th pick. Um, I think this trade benefits both teams. Uh, Seth Curry uh, for Philadelphia, they need shooting and uh, I think he'll help them um, spacing the floor uh, with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And I think Dallas uh, will benefit too with this trade uh, with Josh Richardson, um, a guy that can iso, uh, can facilitate, and can score on some nights. He is very streaky, uh, though. Mm. and uh, But I think overall, I think the trade will benefit both sides. And uh, Gabe, what's your opinion on this?
1: Yeah, so I think it's interesting. Before I get to that, I just wanted to mention... Uh, Danny it, uh, sorry Danny that like Adam kind of took you down a little bit it's funny because he is, he is classified as a 3 and D player but uh, clearly you're not a fan of the defense yeah, I know are he's, you? Are you he a is fan, a little though? slow are you a he's, fan, he's got pretty good hands he knows how to stay in front of a guy he's got experience oh God, yeah. but he is definitely slow we all know that people make fun of him for his running it's a little bit T-Rex arm ish and you can't, can't hide that on the court but I think he's okay but don't uh, thing I wanted to mention was that it, funny you mentioned Rondo. Rondo, um, people don't know what's happening with him. It is believed that he could possibly be going to the Atlanta Hawks, I saw. Yes. Uh, that's on the, on the works, and people think it could happen. That a report I saw on that came out earlier today, a couple hours ago. Um, I'm not sure if that would be a, a good pickup for them, but it's, it's a good possibility that he'll, he will be leaving the Lakers, so Dennis Schroeder could help out over there. Um, yes. Seth Curry for Richardson. Like we said, Seth Curry definitely is needed at Philly for shooting purposes. Obviously, he's a great shooter. Not his brother, obviously, but he is a good shooter himself. He can create. He's a good scorer. And uh, just someone, if they're going to play off ball and they just need him to spot up, he's definitely a good pickup for them. Because, like I said, they're very paint-heavy and Ben Simmons not being able to shoot. It's good to have someone quick release, good scorer. They used to run it with J.J. Redick. Now it's like Seth could be that replacement. And Josh Richardson, I guess, is a good player as well. Plus, they got the 36 picks. So Dallas, I'd say, got a good return. But um, I think Seth Curry is worth a lot of value. So moving forward now, we have this one was, I think, a little bit of a bigger trade. Because we weren't sure what was going to happen with uh, James Harden and Russ. And there was a little bit of talk of um, maybe Russ to the Suns. But then that quickly got blown over when Chris Paul got traded for Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, and a couple other pieces yeah. um rubio after that ended up being traded to the timberwolves for picks and james johnson uh, so i don't know okc did their own thing there but focus on chris paul first uh, i think that this is a fantastic trade for the suns they really need another piece they have been struggling and you saw in the bubble they were able to accomplish something really cool i believe what 8 zero. so that that was honestly really special for them they were very close to making the playoffs but like I said in that sentence, they didn't make the playoffs. They were close. And we know that Devin Booker has been very adamant about wanting to make it and being fed up that they're not making it anymore. And he's probably threatened to leave a couple times. And clearly the Suns organization's is taking it seriously and they tried to make some big moves. And now they have Chris Paul, a very solid player, high IQ player, good defensively. He, you know he can do something special with teams that aren't the most talented. OKC, he did Uh, extremely well last year considering what people thought that he could accomplish there Uh, brought them a lot farther than people thought that he would and we know that he can do a lot of things on the court obviously his passing and IQ is amongst the highest but also his defense he can score uh, mid-range especially inside He, he can do a lot of things on the floor very similar to Kyle Lowry I would say so it's interesting that they got him he might be a good piece for them to feed Aiden the ball to feed Booker um, alleviate some of the load. I think that he's just going to be a great pick for them. Sadly, they had to give up Rubio and Ubre. Ubre, um, the thing with him is that he didn't end up playing those eight games in the bubble that on that hot streak, the 8-0. So maybe the Suns realized that they could do it without him, but he was obviously like a decent young player for them. Um, Rubio, another g- good player that was helping Booker out a lot. I know that Booker's numbers dramatically increased this year, like efficiency-wise, I believe. Because Rubio is such a solid passer and was able to carry some of the load ball handling, that Booker can get better looks. So Chris Paul hopefully does the same for them. But I think that it's a great trade. Um, And then those two guys ended up actually moving. OKC decided that, you know, we're not going to keep these guys, even though they did look like a a pretty interesting team with Rubio, Ubre, Shai Gilgis, and then Adams, and even Al Horford. It looked like an interesting team with a lot of draft picks for the future, but they still ended up moving guys. They moved... Kelly Oubre to Golden State for a top 20 protected 2021 pick, which I think I don't really like that. They already were loaded up on picks. Oubre is, I think, a good player. Um, a little cocky, but I think overall, like a, a solid pick for them. And they gave away for a top 20 protected. Like, a, it's a lot of protection. G State, it's not going to be the most valuable pick, and they're already loaded up on picks. I didn't think they needed to do that. Like, I don't even know who their actual team is soon. They're going to have to start signing random guys. And Rubio, he's going back to the Timberwolves. I think he'll probably do well there. I think that the Timberwolves are getting very interesting. Um, but once again, OKC, they probably realize, OK, we don't, we don't really need this. So maybe let's just move it around and try acquiring better picks because I believe they traded Timberwolves for a little bit of a higher pick and gave away two of their lower picks in that draft. So maybe they eyed someone that they really wanted. Uh, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on these trades?
0: Starting with the Chris Paul one. Uh, I think that's that's an awesome trade uh, for the Phoenix Suns. Um, getting a veteran like him, um, a legend at point guard, um, a floor general can really uh, space the floor with his shooting, his mid-range, and, uh, and his facilitating as well. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great duo with Devin Booker and also, I want to see a lot of pick-and-roll play with Aiden um, yep. and Chris Paul, which is going to be really interesting. And, and not just that, I just think, I think Chris Paul will bring a lot of knowledge um, to those younger guys on Phoenix. Um, knowledge that they haven't really uh, seen before, or even even playoff, in the playoffs if they do make it. Um, I feel that's huge to have a guy like that uh, to kind of understand, um, understand the playoffs and how they work. Yep. Um, moving on to the Rubio and Ubre to OKC and then being shipped away. So I don't know what OKC really is is doing here. Um, I don't know if they want really young or I think it just looks like they're trading everything away for picks at the moment yeah. and looking to build maybe like a super team or a really young uh, ten young years for the future. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking they're doing here. But uh, yeah, they shipped Rubio to the Timberwolves uh, for picks and James Johnson and Ubre to G State. So. That's pretty interesting. Ubre to G State is uh, that's actually a nice pickup for Golden State. Yeah. Um, obviously being able to play with Curry, uh, Draymond, and, uh, and and now uh, Wiseman, so that's pretty interesting. Them picking up a guy that averaged what seventeen to eighteen points last season, so he was kind of on a breakout year, and I'm interested interested to see what he can bring. And uh, and yeah, the, the Rubio trade. I think uh, Rubio goes back to his roots um, to the Timberwolves. Um, where he first started his career, and uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, maybe at uh, on the bench because D'Angelo Russell is starting there, and uh, maybe yep. he can help some of the guys, uh, the younger guys, in the Timberwolves kind of adjust to the league, maybe, and uh, and get it going.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Kelly Oubre I think is the interesting piece for G State, especially because their bench is usually loaded with a bunch of guys that you don't, you haven't really heard of too often but somehow turn into these great like shooters or like spotlight players that you've never even heard of. Like this year, because Curry and Clay were gone, heavy bench minutes, different rotations. And you see some of these guys just absolutely pop off. And you're like, who, who, who are these? What? So having a little bit of uh, a known player, a little bit of a, a breakout player, Kelly Oubre on the bench, I think would be a good piece for them. Uh, some other trades we can talk about quickly. We have Trevor Reza. Going back to the Houston Rockets, and then Robert Covington going to the Trailblazers. I'm going to just say it a little questionable here. I, I don't know what's going on. Like Trevor, Reza. I don't. It's like it's always weird when play when teams trade a player away and then trade back for them. Like, what, did you not know what you like? Is it like after a breakup when it's like, oh, when they're gone, you know, like what you like what you miss and stuff it's like once they once they let him go they're like oh we want him back now like we liked when he was here we liked what he brought to the table like, I don't know what it is I think Covington's like a a really solid player 3 and D I, I don't Ariza. I feel like he's a little bit been on a decline in my opinion so I don't know why he's coming back I think it's just weird
0: Yeah the much younger Covington um for sure uh, the Trail Blazers won this one and they're uh, recently adding also Ennis Kanter. Uh, of today, they added him as yeah. well. So the Trailblazers uh, adding some pieces.
1: So I guess we'll just let's just stick with the Houston talk now that we're here. We tend to harp on them a little bit, but let's just get it done. So originally, they did say that we are going to keep James Harden. And we're going to keep Russell Westbrook. We don't have any plans of shipping them, and we we said that a couple episodes back, and that that was what we heard at the time. But lo and behold, a couple a uh, couple days later, maybe a week or so, we find out that big moves could be happening for both stars. So Russ, there was talks that maybe he's going to the Phoenix suns. That was one of the big ones that came up, but then quickly we had the Chris Paul trade. So that went out the window, but then there was also the Charlotte and and the Knicks. And um, I guess like everyone kind of felt like that team, Houston team kind of underperformed or, you know, some people think like highly of them that they were going to like knock off the Lakers or something, but uh, obviously they fell short like they usually do. Um, And, who knows, like Russell Westbrook, he's a very polarizing player. You either love, or you love him or you hate him. And clearly it's being shown because his interest from in the league has been minimal from what we've heard so far. There were a couple teams, these three specifically, but Suns quickly went out the window. And Charlotte and Knicks, I don't actually know who's interested still. I think the Knicks um, might not have that much interest anymore. I think it might only be Charlotte. Plus the draft just happened and you know, a bunch of players got picked for all these teams. The Knicks picked up some decent uh, pieces. Opie Toppin being one of them. So I'm not really sure what, what he's going to do or where he's moving. But I think the more interesting one was James Harden. Um, right away, the biggest news would have dropped that it was looking like he was going to move to Brooklyn. But then, you know, uh, when the watch watch announced it, people started backtracking and no, no, we didn't actually talk about it. Watch said, Okay. Maybe it's just a rumor. Uh, they're saying that the no one ever talked to Brooklyn. That's not even happening. No one mentioned it. Then we find out Harden wants to leave, and he wants to go to Brooklyn, and he's warming up to the idea of it, and nothing has happened just yet. So no one knows what's up in the air, if it's happening or not. But it, it's an interesting pairing to have him, Kyrie, and KD, three obviously superstars, but also ball-dominant players, and not everyone is, a, is an off-ball player, especially Harden and Kyrie, and uh whether this would work or not is interesting because Kyrie has uh left Boston and reason some of his reasons were about like the team issues, but it was also because he wanted to be the face of a franchise, kind of like when he left Cleveland, he wanted to be the one star so now teaming up with two more i don 't know if he actually wants this or the the or the organization wants this, and uh I'll let you talk a little bit about these questions I have Adam, but also um I want you to also answer this. Um, do you think it's a good move on for what they're giving up? Because it's looking like they're going to give up uh, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and some picks, I believe. I don't know if there's anything more than that, but obviously Dinwiddie and Karis Lavert, two players that have shown that they can actually do a good job at carrying this team on their own, whether that be in postseason or regular season because of all the injuries that have happened. And Jared Allen, um, you know, a proven solid big man with his shot-blocking ability. Uh, do you think that this would be a good move? And like, just give me your thoughts on, I guess, these two, Harden and Russ.
0: Okay, so to answer your question first, I think that trade is, is okay. I mean, if I'm a Houston fan, fan I'd be really pissed off uh, that both of their stars are requesting and uh, mm. kind of hinting to leave. Um, yeah, I think that would be a, a great trade for Houston. It kind of changes their identity um, to a more pick-and-roll identity. Um, and I think it, it will uh, benefit them and kind of have a, a new start and kind of uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was a, a, also another guy as well as Karis LeVert with breakout seasons while Kyrie and uh, KD were injured for the Nets. So that's, that's another uh, thing that they, that they have there. And uh, for Russ to Charlotte, um, he's not going there, first of all, because they have LaMelo Ball, Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. So yeah. I don't know how that would work out. Probably, it's Suns, probably blown up
1: in the wind. To be honest, it's probably gone now. Gone in the wind, probably.
0: Yeah, Suns. It it blew over, like you yeah. said, and the Knicks. Uh, they're the laughing stock of the NBA. Once again, in free agency. They always have these guys, Kyrie, KD, everyone to the Knicks, but they never go because they're not a winning team. Let's be honest. They're not a good developing team. The management isn't good, and uh, and and it really shows in uh, in the free agency uh, attraction, right? Yeah. Uh, James Harden uh, to Brooklyn. Uh, Houston made this guy. I don't know why he's wanting to leave. Um, I thought he was going to kind of be like a Damian Lillard almost and kind of stay with the franchise uh, who built him. But uh, that's, this is not the case here. Uh, Harden's wanting to move. I guess maybe he realized he can't win with uh, with this system or these players. Yeah. So he's moving out um, either to Brooklyn or the 76ers, uh, you were saying. So I'm thinking uh, maybe the 76ers. Uh, Brooklyn, that would be very interesting. But uh, I just feel James Harden uh, should stick with the Rockets, man. That was the franchise who gave, who gave him that chance uh, to be the vocal point and the, the, the prime guy uh, for their team. And he uh, succeeded and was the offensive threat and, and guy he was on that team. So, I don't know. James Harden, I think he should stay with the Rockets, in my opinion. And uh, But I think he'll either go to Brooklyn or 76ers, to be honest.
1: I forgot about the 76ers, to be honest. And that would probably be a decent look for him. Uh, just for bringing back some of the shooting, even though it's not the most efficient, he probably can provide a little bit more to that team. And they're 76ers are probably looking for that last piece to help them get somewhere a last star or something like that. Uh, how do you think he would do on the, on the nets? Like, do you think that it could work with KD and Kyrie having those three guys together?
0: Um so you're saying that it would be Kyrie Harden and then the big would be Kate a uh, KD.
1: Well, you yeah, um, I don't know who's playing what what other pieces they've put into the system but those three together do you think it's possible that it works?
0: Um just from raw like skill level, I think it, it can work. Um with Steve Nash, um I think he's going to be a great coach, a uh, high IQ player obviously, um uh, Hall of Famer, a legend of the sport. Yeah. I think he can kinda of get those those guys on track, uh big stars. I think it's just a matter of uh of all three guys' ego. Yeah. And if they're willing to all sacrifice that and put it into one big plan into winning, I think they can do it.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be if it does happen, it'll be something along the lines of the first couple of minutes or kinda of whatever, play 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 basketball, play your game and then I think maybe they'll do something like uh kinda of like how A D and LeBron did in the playoffs where you kind of rotate the bench minutes so let's say Harden sits first for a couple minutes and then Kyrie comes off after and Harden goes back on and like they kind of stagger the minutes so there's always a star on the floor so they have time to be the iso create your own do your own thing like like they all want to have the ball in your hands and minimize maybe the time where it's like super all three of them and then it gets a little messy with ball handling and who wants to take the most shots but besides from that let's move on we have Drew Holiday for George Hill, Eric Bledsoe, three first-rounders, plus two swap picks. Uh, this is interesting. We'll talk more about uh, the another opportunity that was in place for Drew with Hayward, but for now, leaving it as this, I think that Drew Holiday is a very underrated player. I know he's one of the most underrated, in my opinion. I think a lot of people agree that he is a dog in the league defensively. Offensively, he's underrated, too. A lot of people say that he's the toughest person to go up against and the toughest guard. Uh, I know Dame talked about it, Drew Holiday, tough guard. Uh, a lot of other players do that. KD, because he's just uh, very gritty and he can just do it on both ends. I think that him to the Bucks was a good pickup for them, but they did give away you know quite a bit. Three first-rounders, two swap picks. That's a, a lot of picks. And then Bledsoe, I, I really didn't care because he didn't have the best uh, season and he can't really shoot that well at all, so I feel like it, the out of Pelicans picking him up was a little bit weird. But George Hill, I think, was maybe the better thing to come out of that because his shooting is a lot, uh, a lot better than Bledsoe, obviously. But he was one of the best in the league, if not the best, this year. I think shooting percentage wise, so uh, interesting trade, Adam. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, I think the Bucks, um, like you said, got the better of it um, when picking up uh, Drew Holiday. Um, George Hill, Bledsoe. Um, not going to say they're horrible players. Um, to me, Bledsoe is an average uh, starting point guard, and, and Hill is a great backup. Um, I just feel that Drew Holiday is on another level. I just feel like he hasn't been uh, with good pieces around him on the teams he's been at, and I think his defense, uh, his ISO defense, and um, his just his his knack of the game is just amazing. His IQ. Um, I want to see him with other superstars and guys that can play, especially uh, if Giannis stays uh, with the Bucks. It's going to be interesting. And uh, Chris Middleton. Those are three guys that can kind of uh, play offense and really play defense. So great two-way players. And that's going to be huge for uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Pelicans got a, a strange situation here with uh, Hill, yeah. Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, and Kira Lewis Jr., who they just drafted. And uh, they got three first-rounders as well. So... I don't know. People will say maybe that Hill, Bledsoe, in the three first rounders uh, uh, won the trade, but to me, um, I don't know. I say the I say Drew Holiday
1: for me wins that trade. I like it having too. the best player. I like it too. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are coming back to you one day later. Uh, free agency has been absolutely crazy to keep up with because it is uh, shortened down and condensed to this small amount of time. So it's going to be very hard for us to keep up. We're going to do another video probably next week, maybe two more of the updates going on in free agency. But we wanted to edit the trade that we talked about for Drew Holiday. It has now expanded to a four-team trade, which is crazy. And Drew is still going to Milwaukee, but Oklahoma City Thunder are adding to the trade with Steven Adams being sent to the Pelicans as part of the updated agreement, which is crazy. And the OKC is receiving, of course, future first-round pick and second-round picks. The first-round pick heading to OKC is Lottery Protected 2023, Uh, that belonged to the Denver Nuggets. And it was sent to New Orleans on draft net for RJ Hampton. I guess that's how the move happened happened there. And um, Bledsoe, who was originally... uh, Bledsoe and uh, Hill were originally supposed to be at the Pelicans. Hill is now being moved to OKC. Um, So I guess that made more sense. We talked about... Well, we talked about Hill being a good piece because he was actually one of the shooters that they picked up, and now he's getting moved. So that's that's crazy. And... um, Thunder is also receiving Darius Miller, Denver's protected 2023 first-rounder, and second-round picks from 2023 and 2024. And Steven Adams, by the way, I think that's a great pickup for the Pelicans, a big man like that, Uh, fantastic. OKC, not too sure what they're doing now, moving even more pieces out for more draft picks.
0: So now moving on to the next one, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich's trade fallout. Um, which would have, uh, have sent Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, Ursan Ilyasova, and Justin James uh, to Sacramento. Um, this is pretty interesting, actually. Uh, this would have made Bucks an uh, even bigger favorite, uh, I think, of uh, yeah. winning the championship next season. And uh, another offensive threat, uh, and he could play off-ball as well. He doesn't have to play too much uh, on-ball with Giannis uh, and Drew. Um, so I think this would have been huge for the Bucs. Uh, it's, a, it's a big loss. And uh, I feel like this, uh, this, this fallout kind of saved uh, the Sacramento Kings. Gabe?
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure on the, the specifics of the trade, but I know that he didn't agree to going to the Bucs and some, somehow that just caused the trade to collapse and he's now in restricted free agency. Uh, there is rumors on where he's going to go to next, but I feel like Bucks would have been uh, honestly looking pretty good starting, starting lineup-wise with him in there. Um, and they didn't give up, you know, that, that dangerous of pieces. So like you said, I think the Sacramento got away with murder here. Um, and speaking of Drew Holiday, we talked about him before. Gordon Hayward is the person we don't know where he was originally going to go to the Pelicans. Uh, him and I believe a couple of other picks, I think maybe three first-rounders as well, something like that. Um, but I'm surprised that Hayward wasn't enough. To go to, for Drew. Obviously, Hayward being a, such a big name player, obviously didn't play that good, plus the injury he had. But he is a big name player. And it, maybe it's his contract is the problem because he has that $35 million option, I think, right now that he declined. His, his uh, player option he opted out of was like 34.8 or 34.6. But maybe it's the money that deteriorated this. But I feel like that probably was like a, a pretty big name in return.
0: Okay, so we are coming back here a day later um after just finding out that uh gordon hayward has signed with the charlotte hornets on a four year 120 million dollar deal um i really like this move uh i feel like uh gordon hayward back in his jazz days uh uh i said it before uh receiving a lot more touches on the ball um being more of a vocal point on the offense i think it's great in boston i felt like he didn't uh he didn't fit uh, with, with Brown, Tatum, Walker, all these guys handling the ball and not, not receiving the ball a lot. And uh, I want to see what he can do here with LaMelo Ball and kind of help him out as well as Ro- Rozier and uh, Devontae Graham.
1: Yep, I think it's a good move. So they definitely needed a nice piece to go along with their young uh, emerging team that they've kind of formed. And I think he was a good pickup in free agency. Cousins is an interesting pickup that someone could possibly take this free agency. Uh, Waj mentioned somewhat near the beginning, right before it opened, that there was a lot of talk and you know whispers in the league. I don't know how he gets in there, but he finds a way to find all the little info. And Apparently there's whispers in the league that he's been talked about a lot, but I guess who knows where he'll go because he has a little bit of a choppy pass, trying to chase a ring and then getting kicked <laughs> off the boat. So I don't know. Um, focus on the Raptors, though, to close this one out. A name, well, first, let's maybe say that Boucher and Brissette have been given qualifying offers, and now it's a matter of waiting to see what happens with them. Um, I guess we're eager to see if they'll come back. We, can, we want them to, I think, collectively, you, you and I. I think that most people can agree that we'd like to see them back.
0: Yeah, and uh,
1: waking up to amazing news this morning uh, with Fred Van Vliet uh, re signing uh, with
0: the Toronto Raptors for $85 million on a four year deal. Um, His teammates have have, uh, shown him uh, tremendous energy on Instagram and Twitter, uh, congratulating him on on securing the bag and staying here in Toronto. So he got the best of both worlds, in my opinion here. And uh, yeah, it's great to see a guy like this return, um, being undrafted. And I remember uh, he posted a a Twitter uh, post that he posted, I think, four years ago in 2016, uh, saying, uh, bet on yourself. And in 2020... He uh, he reposted it, saying that he really did, and uh, and now look where it. it's uh, it's got him.
1: Yep, so congratulations, Fred. We're glad to have you back. Uh, you deserve the money. We're glad that you're here and you chose to stay with us. And uh, as of right now, there is no other updates for Marc Gasol, Serge Ibaka, Boucher, or ronde Hollis Jefferson.
0: And Gabe, I want to ask you, why do we have such a conservative, uh, uh, very conservative mindset in free agency? <laughs> Why why is that with Masai and he never likes know. to make uh, big moves?
1: Um, I don't know actually. Like we obviously when we we're talking about the draft, we were hoping the, the raps were gonna make some moves, there's gonna be some big trades. Maybe we are cause we're fans, we want something interesting and happening, something exciting, a big move, a big switch up in the, the organization, like the Kawhi trade. Maybe yeah. that's because we're excited for that, and maybe that's kind of hindering our viewpoint of like the organization and them looking long term. Who do we need? Is our cast good enough now? Is there any actually option that's better for us that we can take? Or is what we have right now good enough? Maybe that's kind of blocking our viewpoint. But I do notice that we tend to be a little sleepy when it comes to draft night, when it comes to trades, uh, free agency. We haven't pushed to get the biggest thing. The only thing I could think of, obviously, is the Kawhi trade. That was the biggest shake-up-the-block move where you get rid of your your all-star top guy for second, arguably second best player in the league. So that was like the one time we took the risk, but we kind of have been a silent organization and we tend to get a little sleepy and I'm not too certain why.
0: Yeah. um, When you look down the list, you got Pascal on the max. Um, Masai wouldn't uh, look the smartest if he did uh, trade Pascal right now. Yeah. Um, Lowry, uh, obviously on on that big deal. And he's been playing well for us, obviously Um, the best Raptor of all time, in my opinion and then OG and Powell, um, maybe Powell, I'm thinking, maybe could be involved in uh, some type of deal. I love Powell. I think he's a yeah. great player. But uh, maybe he's he's testing, uh, Masai's looking around, maybe testing the market, having him as like the, the utility player to use for a trade.
1: I, I don't want to be the, okay, for sure, Kyle would never, I don't think that the, the yeah. fans would go absolutely ballistic if Masai decided to let him Obviously. go somewhere, traded him somewhere else. So that, that I think that's out of the question. I think that problem is we're lacking um, the pieces and the value to trade with. We have OG and Norm are probably the two biggest ones right now. The yeah. other guys would have to be a sign and trade option because we can't sign them for a little bit more, but that's about it. It's kind of difficult to talk about. It's it's kind of late here. It's 1.21 in the morning. Uh, it's going to be Sunday morning. Technically we thought we were done the episode. We came back to record the Fred part and uh, the Drew Holiday update, and we thought we'd be done. The video would be okay, but we just got news a couple hours ago, and it's we're sad to inform that Serge Ibaka has decided to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers for a two-year, um, 19 million dollar deal. Um, Serge, we're gonna miss you, buddy. Um, I know I, yeah. I personally thought you were one of my favorite players this season. You were playing fantastic for us. Had a solid postseason. Probably one of our most consistent players. You've done a lot for our team, helped us win the championship, and it's going to be very sad to see you go. I don't know what happened in terms of the contract situation. I don't know if someone lowballed your price or what happened here, but it's just um, very sad to see him go. And we all wanted him back, and he gave us a lot of hope. And he always talks good about the city and the, the franchise, and I really thought he was coming back. So we're all kind of in shock right now and um, trying to just process the information. But uh, I wish him the best at the Clippers. I know that he'll do great there. He's a good fit. They definitely need a player like him, uh, a strong, athletic big man who can shoot. And he's got um good connection with Kawhi. So they're probably going to play good together. And we'll see what happens next season.
0: Well, yeah, this puts puts us at a crisis in the center position, uh, for yeah, sure. Um, it's either we re sign Mark, which uh, I hope we don't do. Um, And we have, we extended Boucher's offer. Um, So he'll, will probably be the backup center. Um, And yeah, and I think this is a huge mistake by Masai and, and Bobby Webster. Um, I don't know if they lowballed his contract um, because they did have some more money uh, to spend on him. Um, I don't know if they lowballed or he, he asked to leave or I don't know how that worked, but uh, this is a big loss for us. It's gonna. I think it's gonna hurt our team a lot because Ibaka was like the steady point um, for our offense at times. Even though uh, he's not, uh, he's not a Lowry or Fred uh, with the averages. He was steady, has a good uh, field goal percentage, and was very efficient. So this is gonna be very difficult. Um, some of the free agents uh, that are available now uh, to sign in this in this small time period are uh, Harry Giles. Uh, Aaron Baines, Hassan Whiteside, uh, De- DeMarcus Cousins, and also Bismack Biombo, former Raptor. So guys, in the comments below, if you can kind of tell us who would you think uh, you would want to sign uh, for our starting or backup uh, backup role uh, for our team, Gabe, opinions on
1: who should we get next? Uh, it's a very, very tough situation. Our back's against the walls here. This is not a good position for us. We're scrambling. Um Marcus Saul, you know, he hadn't had the best season, but now we're desperate need of a center. So if it comes to signing him, we don't really have much of a choice. So if we have to do that, we have to do that. Um, and Warriors are actively pursuing him, so it's going to be a close race. Uh, I'd love to get someone like Whiteside on the team. He's a very solid player. Bismack, he had his time here, but, you know, if we have to get him off the bench or even starting, yeah, it's not the worst option in the world. Even Baines is fantastic. Any of those guys really do really we pick up. I think would be decent. I don't really want Giles. I'll, I want to stay away from that. But the rest, I think, uh, would be decent. Just anyone really, because we're in desperate need right now.
0: Unfortunately, we're back here, guys, with another
1: uh,
0: emotional roller coaster. It's like dealing with the breakup right now. Uh, Marcus Sewell has left with uh, to the Lakers, but we just used our seven, our seven to ten mil um, in our cap space left uh, to sign Aaron Baines. Um, <laughs> to a, a two-year, $14 million deal. Uh, I don't know what Masai's vision is here. Guys, sorry for all the negative, but this is just – this is a horrible move. Um, I don't know if he's starting. Chris Boucher is moving to the starting position. This is going to be a mess in the, to the forward and center position. I don't understand this move.
1: Uh, yeah, 33 years of age, Aaron Baines. Just starting to learn the, to shoot the three-ball past couple of years. Um, not the most consistent – His numbers have improved uh, a little bit over the years. He just played his last season with Phoenix. I'm not too certain how this one's going to play out. Uh, Traditionally, not a player that people have been looking at too often. And uh, clearly, there's been a huge downgrade in terms of our team's offense uh, and and defense. Even just from losing Serge and Mark and transitioning that to Aaron Baines, uh, something really exploded. And uh, to talk more about the Serge Ibaka trade, uh, it's believed that the Raptors offered, according to Josh Lewenberg, uh, 19.5, or sorry, 18.5 million dollars for a one year, pretty much double the money. And it looks like Serge Baca might have left to just expand his business in LA. Um, definitely not what we wanted to hear. We were talking yesterday about the good praise we had for him for his time with us, but um, we offered him double the money. Him not taking that is a little disrespectful in my opinion. Um, but you know we are grateful for what he's done for us so far. It's just very disappointing that he left when we offered him double the money.
0: Yeah, I always respect Serge as a person, um, but where has the lo- loyalty gone in this day and age uh, in the NBA? Um, we offered way more money. Uh, I'm assuming this is a great place for him. I know uh, LA is is big for fashion, and I know Serge likes the, the hot weather, but uh, I don't know where the loyalty has been. We kind of revived uh, Serge's career, and uh, I, I don't know. I'm speechless right now
1: think that is it. We hope you all enjoyed. Please check us out on Instagram at Rapsville for NBA news, Raptors content. You can find the podcast on YouTube for some visuals, or you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you all for the love and support. Please like, subscribe, leave comments, let us know what we're doing right. We're breaking we're records wrong. right now. Yeah, that's we're crazy. pushing to get this channel to do better, and we are gradually improving, so it's great to see that. Uh, but yeah, we hope you all enjoyed, and that's us signing out. Peace. Peace.